for another episode of Full Steam Ahead, where we discuss all things STEM, but with a twist of art. Our goal is to encourage the next generation of STEM leaders, bring our experiences to life, and encourage you to reach your full potential. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of Full Steam Ahead. This is about to be a good one. I can already feel it. Uh, today, we got a very special guest joining us. I'm really looking forward to hearing what she has to say uh, and really getting some some good advice. I believe you should be quite excited as well that I again know um, personally um, always keeps me laughing in some form or fashion. Uh, also keeps people on their heels at all times. Uh, so I'm going to go on ahead and introduce Mackenzie Moss. Uh, Mackenzie is originally from Detroit, Michigan. She studied biological engineering at North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University. I should say the illustrious North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University. Aggie Pride all day. Aggie Pride. Let's go. She then achieved a master's degree in technology management with a concentration in applied engineering technology and manufacturing systems. Her career started as a process engineer at Procter & Gamble, troubleshooting automation. McKenzie became an operations manager of approximately 250 employees at Amazon, then worked her way to a senior operations engineer managing automation deployments for North America and Europe Amazon Fulfillment Centers. She currently uh, serves as an International Operations Process Program Manager, that was a lot of words, for Microsoft, supporting every ops business and product process that Microsoft owns. That's a lot. She fulfills her aspirations daily, so her current goals are to continue personal growth while always being able to positively influence impactful change in others. With no further ado, please welcome Mackenzie Moss. Oh, thank you so much. Let's go. <laughs> thank you, James, for such a warm welcome. I appreciate it. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> hey, it's good. It's good to see you. It's, it's, it's been a while, so glad to uh, glad to have you here. Um, so I'm I've, I've been looking forward to this, and um, so we're gonna go ahead and get and get started. Um. We want to see, you know, where your head at, where your head is musically. Um, so we're going to start with our lit segment. Uh, for those of y'all that don't know, lit stands for lessons in the trap. Um, and it doesn't have to be a trap song. Um, but just, just tell us what, what gets you going or what kind of like might carry you through the day, might have gotten you through a hard time. You know, just 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 share with the people. Yeah, so um, I'm really not a trap music person. So I'll say my favorite genre is actually soul R&B. And my favorite song is You Gotta Be by Desiree. Like, I think I first seen that song when I was, yeah, you know, I first seen that song when I was about four years old um, on what used to be called The Boss. So that's a, ooh, they're back. back. Definitely a very old television show um, on basic television back in the day. Now, You've Gotta Be is about basically staying strong, being yourself, understanding that life goes and moves, you know, around you. 
there's going to be a ton of people with different perspectives, you know, different financial gaps. But at the end of the day, love still wins. Um, and you just need to do the best you can with anything that comes your way. Hey, that's what it is. What it is being being dynamic and fluid. Love that. That's, that's good. That's going awesome. to be, that's that's gonna be my new phrase. Cool. <laughs> um, all right. So now, now that we've gotten through lessons in the trap, now we want to see, we want to see, you know, where you from, um, you know, what, what's, what's, what you really into. Um, so this is kind of like an either or type of type of deal. Um, uh, we call this, basically. <laughs> right. Uh -oh. We call this nature versus nurture. Uh, so I know that you like to paint, you like to draw, you into art. I was always slightly jealous because I was like, dang, I can't, I can't get the McKenzie level. Uh, so tell me, um, do you prefer when you paint, do you prefer to use acrylic, watercolor, or gouache? Out of the three, acrylic. Out of the three. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Got you. I know for I never for heard me, of the last option. Really? Never. It's similar to a watercolor situation. Yeah. yeah. So I, I always think of it as like a um a gouache, like a mixture between watercolor and acrylic. Cause it's thicker than watercolor, but it's not it's not as thick as acrylic. Yeah. This shows that I do not know art because I have no idea. Like I never <laughs> heard this word. <laughs> And I'm not going to tell you how I was going to pronounce it because I'm like, I have no idea. I wasn't going to say guacamole, was you? I'm not, no, no, nah, no, no. She, she was going to say something wild. <laughs> Actually, we can't even go there. I'll tell you off camera, but no. Cool. For right, the so record, for the record, I like acrylic as well for sure okay. but i do i did start following someone on instagram that uses really cool watercolor stuff that um it looks really good i just never been watercolor guy either so yeah but but y'all let me tell you Diggs is into everything he can do the markers all kind of stuff True. Just that. oh he can he can do everything. Uh, that's yeah. talent yeah. Hey, this is about you miss kenzie not me it's about you i'm just saying i'm just calling it out <laughs> i'm just calling it out so I don't think this will really I don't think this this might not apply to anybody else unless you've been to Detroit or from Detroit. And Mackenzie, you from Detroit. So I'm I'm gonna attack these next two actually all at once. So, you know, y'all y'all got Coney Islands in Detroit, right? You know, I got family in Detroit. Um for the for the for the national stage, most people always do, you know, Lafayette or American. But I understand that every neighborhood, you know, every every block, every, you know, different area got their own little ones that they prefer. I've also heard that there's two other two other big ones that people love, uh, Detroit One or Nikki D's Coney Island. So you can you can give your your preference on the first two if you even go to those, and then give the one for the second two. Or if you don't like none of those, just say the one that you like. Well, okay. So this is the thing. You just called it out. There is Coney Islands in every neighborhood. I do not eat at the two that you called out unless i'm in the neighborhood right but mm -hmm. i don't but um in my neighborhood there's l george's there's omegas there's olympia every corner is going to be a different name i don't know how those few got so popular 
Uh, maybe they were called out in a rap song or something where all of a sudden the people from out of town think that those are the you know most popular ones or something. Or maybe even just the location of it being on a mile, meaning seven mile or eight mile location, right? Or downtown in particular. But those aren't my spots. I will call this out though. I support a lot of the black owned businesses out here. There is a Coney Island that is black owned and it's on the east side. It's called uh, Tony Island, which is actually owned by uh, Tone Tone, which is a black uh, rapper out here in the area. Oh, so yeah. Just yeah. FYI, if you ever in town, yeah. check out the east side. Tony. <laughs> Tony Island. <laughs> okay. That's um, cool to know, because I had no idea. Is it I was going to say, for the, for the people who don't know what y'all are talking about, what exactly is a, is, is a restaurant establishment? Yes, they are like, um, I'm trying to think of how to explain it. Like, they're like, they're like diners, kind of, but like, like better. Like, okay. I'm good. Spot they, you... to grab food 24/7. Whether it's you know, yeah, a um, you know, chicken pita wrap or coney dog in reference to a hot dog mm. or chili cheese fries. Uh, you can grab breakfast similar to like Waffle House style, um, where it's super cheap and very filling. You get a lot for your money, you know, as reference to a a full breakfast meal as well. But yeah, good hole in the wall yeah, spots. I... I've I've been to either Lafayette or American. I can't remember which one. I just remember when I was up there one Thanksgiving, my whole family and my cousins, all of us, we went to we went to one of them. I can't remember which one. But my cousin was telling me that I've been to Detroit one before. We went after we went to the club one time and uh it was slapping them wings was good. So that's what I'm gonna go with. A lot of people get them wings. All right. That's what's up. Yep. So while we while we talking about chicken, um I don't y'all y'all can probably relate to this. With when we were at AT, did you prefer wing night or fried chicken Friday? And y'all can answer which one y'all would prefer to because Shar, I know uh I know I know y'all had one of the one of the two at least at uh, Alabama State. Well, we had a wing night, but we had fish Fridays in the South. Fish Friday. We was okay. in the South. I'm just saying, but we had fish every Friday. Like it wasn't fried chicken yeah. Friday; it was fish every Friday. Yeah, the menus are different at the HBCUs as far as yeah. you know the meal for the day. But um, to answer the question, I would say I enjoyed every night. <laughs> but no, uh, <laughs> wing wing Wednesday was definitely. I think it was on Wednesday for the wing night, right? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. It was only so, like, like every other month. Every or something. Other month. Yeah, so I definitely enjoyed it, but um, to your point, it wasn't all the time. So it was definitely a much bigger crowd on those particular days trying to get, you know, the the menu of the month type of situation. But I definitely enjoyed the wings. Um, they even had a wing truck during our time there before they stopped. Maybe they came back. Aggie Wings. I don't know if you yeah. remember that. It was it was it was in the union. Good too. Yeah, Aggie Wings in the Union before they uh, tore down the student union. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then they put it, <laughs> then they put it in the dome. And I think is it back now? I want to say it's back now, but I don't know. I, that's what I'm saying. I think it's back. I think it's back. Yeah. For me, I take I'll, chicken I'll, any day, so it doesn't matter. That's what I'm saying. Sure. I'm a, yeah. I'm, 
don't know what it is, but fried chicken fried eggs give me antebellum vibes. I'm gonna go with wing night because I used to always take my Tupperware. No. <laughs> Everybody took Tupperware. Yeah. They really did. Well. I used to take food to go too. That's so funny. Yeah. Good memories. Good memories. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's good to hear everybody's got his thought, everybody's thoughts on uh on these. Uh, I want I want to see Mackenzie what's what's making you mad these days. So we gonna we gonna roll into blowing off some steam. And maybe not making you mad, just something that might be slightly irritating you, grinding your gears, or if 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 it's none of that, you just good. You know, you can just say, I ain't got no worries. Yeah, to be honest, um, if you ask me that maybe about five, ten years ago, I probably always had something to say. But uh, nowadays, I'm pretty chill, you know? Don't Nothing bothers me. It's kind of funny. Um, there's this old saying that a lot of people say. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it, but someone might reference you as the life of Riley. And um, my mother says that frequently. And like I said, you only hear it from older people. But the life What's of Riley... Mean? It's, it's a meaning basically saying carefree, easygoing. There actually used to be a show called The Life of Riley back in like 1940s or something like that. But um, anytime my mom sees me, she's like, what time is it that you're getting up? Or like, what are you doing? Normally like, all right, The Life of Riley, you know, but it just means <laughs> I'm carefree. I'm chill. I'm having a good time. I have nothing stressing me out. And that's me all the time. So I highly recommend if there's anything that ever stresses you out or grinds your gear, remove yourself from the situation. It's that simple. It's that simple. I've never heard Wait, of that. Life of Riley. Yeah. I like Look that. That's cool. Life of Riley. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. 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 All right, bit. Um, <laughs> Hold on, Mackenzie always been an old soul though. I forgot about that. Yeah, you know? I can really tell. Yeah, yeah. she always yeah. been an old soul. So the fact that she knows, <laughs> you know, the life of Riley, that's that's pretty cool. But it fits her personality. This, this TV show from 1940s. I'm like, what? Right. <laughs> and that's not like one of the like everybody know the Jeffersons. You know, moving on up. But she's like life of Riley. <laughs> right. 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 I, I was raised by older people, so they they got a lot of sayings that I hear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. She have a incident. Old, they like, are you southern? Are you old? That I know, but you pulling out stuff that's is is beyond me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, 